0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Young and Foolish podcast. You have Raymond and me this week because Lorenzo, unfortunately, is not here with us. I think he's still at work. So it's fine. It is what it is. We'll still have a very interesting discussion on language. I know we did an episode previously about language learning, got into a lot of interesting things and some of the things we talk about then we probably touch on again on this episode. But this week we're specifically focused on how language influence and perhaps even shape our thoughts, Mm. right? And this is super relevant to me because I am someone who really enjoys learning languages and speaks multiple languages and also I mean, I mean communications, right? So I'm really using language all the time. It's about, well, well, we'll get into it. But one of the things we will talk a little bit about is framing, right? Cause that is huge. That is very much relevant to what I am doing and what I will be doing in my professional career. So anyways, when you hear this, what is your initial thought?
1: Huh. Let's see. I think languages can alter your perception and the way you think a lot. And mm-hmm. also, cause language also derives from culture itself, right? Right. So a lot of times, like it's, it's almost like molded to a, to a certain specific culture, a style of living. So you might have phrases that, you know, exist in one language and not in uh, others, right? Exactly. Um, it's like uh if
0: my grandmother had wheels, she'd be a, she be a wagon. Uh-huh. You, you know that? And Gino yeah. da campo, he said yeah. Yeah. hilarious. <laughs> but in like Italian and some other uh mm-hmm. European languages, especially Southern European languages, that phrase exists. Uh, when you translate it into English, you can still know what the meaning behind it is. It's just like, what are we talking about? This is a very, just a completely fictional situation, right? So, so it's just kind of talking about the ridiculousness of, uh, how it, it's not like that, right? Yeah. Get out of the fantasy world. That's kind of like the point. It's
1: obvious, but when you translate it into English, it's pretty funny. Yeah. It's like a, uh, it's the same type of be as like, You know, when someone says something absurd and you're just like over my dead body, right? Mm, Like something like that, right?
0: Yeah. 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 One, one example of this I really like is, uh, English, you say break a leg for good luck, which is kind of weird. I never look into the reasoning behind it. Yeah. But, um, in it, in Italian, it's in bocca lupo, which means in the mouth of a wolf and and uh <laughs> i don't know why it's like that either but that's what you say <laughs> so do you want to break a leg or, or do you want to be in the mouth of a wolf either way that's <laughs> supposed to be good luck like okay uh sure
1: yeah uh both sound pretty good pretty fun <laughs> would not try that at home um yeah i don't know like sayings are just fucking absurd sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: uh you know, like I, I don't know. There there's a bunch of sayings from like a bunch of languages like over the years I've accumulated but like equally forgotten all of it. Um
0: <laughs> nice.
1: Thanks. Uh but yeah, no, like it's uh it's pretty it's pretty wild. And it's wild that like it all means the same thing, just spoken differently. Mm-hmm. Hence different language. Um, but yeah, very interesting. I yeah. think, uh, it also, it also definitely affects the way you think as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, so like cognitively, you know, like some languages will activate certain parts of the brain, whereas like, you know, certain languages might not, uh, as much, uh, which is, which is weird in some sense, but I guess the way you, you think, definitely you know the way you piece together a sentence or like a paragraph per se very very different very oh, yeah. intriguing yeah yeah honestly i I love that i love that point
0: you bring up because there are so many examples of this right so you know in italian for example commas everywhere, right? The thought, if it's related, you could just keep putting commas. You could just keep letting it flow. And word order in different languages also going to be different. In Italian, a lot of stuff you could put in different parts of the sentence. They all make sense and it's very normal. And you will put it in different part to kind of emphasize. It. So when you understand it better and you're using it more in your daily life, you understand the nuances behind it and you get a deeper Understanding of the meaning behind it, right? Because language is all it is; it's a tool to express Mm. meaning. So, I yeah, that's super interesting. And I know that in various languages, word order, especially when it comes to adjectives, when you have multiple adjectives, what comes first, right? That automatically changes the the level of importance to subconsciously give to each. Each adjective But also each Category Of description Mm. And in certain languages Time is going to be valued more Whereas other things Maybe it's size Maybe it's quality Or sometimes it's age It all just depends So All those things Are going to have Subconscious things Happening In your brain That uh, change your perception Of that But a really Even better example Would be or a couple, couple of really great examples. One I can think of is days of the week, right? Mm. So what you consider to be the first day of the week in, in Chinese, obviously it's going to be the Monday because if you translate it literally, it it's is like one. Yeah. It's like weekday one, right? Yeah. That's basically what it means, right? Whereas in, in like, uh, Portuguese, they also have one to six in terms of days of the week with number. And then they, ha- they also have Saturday as sabato, right? So day one in that sense is the Sunday and it goes till day six, which is a Friday and then has sabato and then you have day one again, right? Mm-hmm. So, so just in, when you put numbers in the language itself like that, when it comes to days of the week is like, as a great example, you're changing your perception of when the week starts, right? And then when when we're talking about numbers, like numbers, gonna be different in so many languages. In French, they make you do math, right? We're talking about four twenty ten nine for ninety nine. Why am I saying four twenty ten nine, bro? Like, like tell me. Yep. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> fresh is
1: a whole (laughs) species of their own bro i don't understand oh my god yeah Uh gonna leave fresh out of this
0: honestly oh my gosh
1: they have too much fun (laughs) (laughs) they're wilding, man yeah man like yeah honestly yeah and like a lot of people like Especially, like, you know, North America, like, because, like, everyone dreads Mondays, you know, we start mm-hmm. Monday, right whereas, like, other people, Monday is just another day, right? um But, like, they learn to love Sundays as well, right? So, like, it's also, like, based on culture, Monday has a very negative meaning to it, whereas, like, if Monday to, like, anyone else could just be another day and, like, there's no, like, actual, like, you know, like, they might not hate Monday as much as, like, you know, people here uh that's for sure um but yeah like um you for like there's like specific phrases or like specific uh words for um i guess like certain hobbies or certain uh, culturally uh you know sound hobbies so like you know a lot of I guess a lot of people, a lot of Europeans, like coffee or like tea is like a big thing for them. Mm-hmm. And they have, you know, they have a lot more words or phrases that cater towards that, uh, right. topic. Whereas like here, it's, it's a little bit more morbid. Uh, there's not, there's not much to it. It's just coffee for us, you know, like. It's mm-hmm. just food in general, really. Uh, so many yeah. of those like sayings,
0: those folks saying those, uh, what do you call them? There's a word for it. I forget, but those sayings in romance languages, a lot of it relates to food, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas here, maybe it relates to some animals. Maybe it's just like random things, but so much <laughs> of like the same meaning, right? For those sayings, mm-hmm. they end up using like reference animals that they end up using these uh, words, animal words. And so that's say, like, huh, interesting.
1: yeah yeah uh give me an example george oh that's tough i I don't really have a good example (laughs)
0: off the top of my head yeah, I don't have any... It's like a weird description. They call someone like something of like whatever, like oh, vegetable. Like, and and that'll mean like they're an idiot or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah. Or they're lazy or something, right? Like all those things <laughs> exist. Like you know, over here, like you have a couch potato, right? So <laughs> so it'll be stuff like that. Yeah. But a lot
1: more referencing yeah. to to like like foods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like sometimes you have multiple sayings for one... You know, like meaning too, right? Mm-hmm. Just like, I guess, like different intensity to it. Um, yeah, uh, like honestly, I don't know. I think, I think they have more fun than English, to be honest. Right. Like it's more creative, actually. <laughs> Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas English is pretty, pretty boring, pretty standard.
0: Yeah. Like e- each word, it is
1: what it is. It's a weird mm-hmm. language. but a great example you're talking about
0: actually actually relates even stronger to our cognitive abilities and that is like colors Mm. in languages where more specific colors are used in day-to-day lives people because there's more regular association between a word and a specific color they're able to distinguish shades of colors easier Mm. and more like they're able to tell slight differences better right so like in 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 italy blue means a very specific kind of blue if you're gonna talk about sky blue like like that type of like aqua type of thing that's gonna be you know celeste right it's it's they have specific words for each color that's going to be used regularly whereas in english you just say blue and it could be all kinds of different blue. You're not going to use some of those more niche mm. words, even though they exist, to describe like specific colors in day-to-day life. So like I like to use that a little bit more just because I know those exist and I want to be more specific and people get it and it's great. I like saying burgundy, right? I like saying maroon. I like saying turquoise. None; Those words aren't necessarily going to be like used as frequently as the most basic ones like red or purple or blue or yellow, right? People tend to just stick to those. And if there's a shade of that, they still, 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 they'll still just say like what the, the quote unquote main color is. Whereas in a different language, that specific color has its specific word and that's the only word you would use for it. And when you're talking about it in day to day life, they're just going to use that word. So the, the example of the blue is a clear one one shade of blue has a specific word and that's what you use for it they don't even consider that to be like blue like that's not really like as much of a category right mm-hmm. they're like separate categories
1: yeah i think one one big thing i uh, i find english um to do is categorizing and kind of like it's very vague when, uh, when you're describing something. That's why it's kind of hard to describe something. Um, and it takes more words to do so, hmm. right? Because it's hard, A, it's harder to come up with it. You don't generally use certain descriptions. And B, there's no specific description for the, uh, you know, the object, the event, or whatever, right? So, it is very interesting how, you know, like English is like the most nonchalant, like non give a fuckable language there is. Yeah. Um, though it's it's nice to a certain degree, but like it's just it's the, I feel like people the way people use it too, you know. There's a lot of words that aren't used as often, and mm-hmm. uh, even if you use it sometimes, people are like, "Whoa," you know, like "Whoa." They mm-hmm. take a step back because like they don't hear it often ever. So it's like
0: there are no common words for
1: mm-hmm. the day before
0: yesterday and the day after tomorrow, yeah. like those are super simple concepts that people are gonna bring up all the time, and in other languages you have mm-hmm. these so conceptually like it, it's it's a very standard thing it's a very standard way to describe time, whereas in English, if you're gonna say that, you will have to Unless you want to use a more obscure word that a lot of people might not even know, right? You're probably going to say a longer phrase, which makes it a less kind of like common way to talk about it, where you're going to use a specific date where the day of the week, where the actual date, right? So like the, the, your perception of time in that sense automatically just changes. It just differs.
1: Yeah, and the sense of communication, like, it opens up for more errors and, like, wrong, like, interpretations, right? Or misinterpretations. So, like, you could be like, oh, yeah, the day after tomorrow. Okay. And, like, some people aren't used to that. So, like, Mm -hmm. they might never think of that. They're like, oh, fuck. Uh," You know, like, and and they get it wrong. But they just go with it because, like, they just assume it's the same thing, right? But, like... Man, like it's sometimes it's it's crazy. You're making plans and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone agrees, and all of a sudden, like the the night before, they're like, oh shit, it's tomorrow. I thought it was, I thought it was like the next next day after, like the day after tomorrow. I'm like, mm. well, we said that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, man, I yeah, I mm. feel like mis uh, miscommunication happens. So- very frequently in uh in the English language. And the other thing
0: that kind of relates to this is specific words and how we think about them, right? Mm-hmm. So in German, gloves are called Handschuhe, as in like handshoes. Yeah. So, you know, conceptually that that changes things, right? It's it's like when you think about it gloves but then if you're always referring to them as hand shoes right that's a different perception of, of the item itself Where in english right uh, we're like breakfast people people aren't necessarily realizing it but it's literally break fast break fast you're yeah. breaking the overnight fast that you did right really? that's that's why it's called that and like even when it is when even when a that type of word exists in English, people don't even necessarily recognize it, so it's always just super interesting to think about that and like when when you know these different words in different languages and when you kind of have them normalize in you, you start to kind of get the meaning behind the words start to kind of come through more, and, oh, and you yeah. understand the difference between with more nuance,
1: yeah. And like, th- there's just different parts. Uh, English is just a bunch of words, like Latin words, like put together, like like modernized, right? There's like, um, fuck, I'm trying to think of a specific example. Yeah, but, English is a
0: like Germanic language,
1: mm-hmm. but then it
0: borrows all these things from uh, the Romance languages from Latin because of the Norman Conquest, right? Ten sixty six. All the, all the Normans from the, well, from Normandy, from the north of France took over England and all the nobles, all the upper class people who were actually educated, they were, they were spoken, they were speaking Norman French, which is obviously a Romance language. So all of those influences stay within the English language. And that's why the meats are related to like the French version, the Latin version. Whereas the animals themselves has the Germanic root because the farmers who were uneducated they sticked they they stuck with the Germanic old older English old mm-hmm. English I guess yeah that time I guess would be old English which is very Germanic, mm-hmm. whereas the nobles upper class people who were just eating the meat they were yeah. using the Norman French so they got all like Latinized and shit so all of those stay together and that's how you get this abomination of a language that doesn't even make sense. Like, the pronunciation of all these words with similar spellings but are so different. It's just like, oh, yeah. come on, what are we doing? <laughs> English doesn't make sense in so many ways,
1: man. No, it does not. Man. But yeah, I guess, like, I, like that's one thing I noticed too. Like, uh, people from different, like, uh, I guess, just, regions of the world when they when i'm talking to them they'll describe things like to a T, right mm. and they'll go in more depth than like usual whereas like people born here they, they tend to like give you the main like the main thing but like they won't like really go into details about it because they don't really care for the details they'll just tell you so like there's not that sense of description so uh yeah like so like, that's what I mean, like miscommunication happens a lot because you might understand, but you might not truly understand what someone's saying unless mm. you question it. Like, you know, like a lot of the times you're like, what do you mean by that? And then they go in depth and you're like, oh, it's right. completely different than what, like yeah. what you were conveying. Right. So like, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I, I guess it just, it, it also makes it so it's a habit too. Right. Mm. So like you're continuously just like, you know, being vague and no one, no one goes into specifics anymore. I don't know, man. I don't know. The other thing that's related to that
0: is the connotation of words. Mm. Right? So there's like the more literal meaning of word, but there's also a connotation of word that's going to be different, even within the language, depending on the culture of the part, the, the, the region that you're from. Right. So I'm I'm sure there are great English examples, but the one that comes to me off the top of my head is in Italian. And that's the difference between Forse and Magari. Both of those means maybe, but Forse is like a very standard, very neutral maybe, whereas Magari has a connotation of hopefully has a connotation mm. of if i am able to i will right yeah so so it's, it still means maybe because there's still uncertainty but it kind of implies that th- there's this po- positivity within the connotation of okay yeah if i can i will right it just yeah. i just don't know if i actually can yeah. it has a has a connotation of you kind of hope that you're able to Whereas force is very standard. It doesn't, it doesn't have any of those connotations. The way you say it, maybe the specific context you're using a sentence, that might give some more kind of like meaning. Like you're saying, you kind of have to question it because a lot of people say maybe, but really culturally from where they come from, that just means no, because they mm-hmm. just have a problem with saying no straight up. Some yeah. people have that problem, anyways, but there are certain cultures where that is very prevalent, where it's hard for them to give you a straight no. They are it's something with like manners and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. 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 That's true. I always find it hard to say no just because it's like, like, so like, so like I've come to realize like I use a lot of words to kind of simulate no, but like in a mm-hmm. different manner, right? so it's like if if someone like let's say like a friend's like yo like you know there's a party uh going on like this this time or this day instead of saying like nah i'm not going i'm gonna say like oh okay like all right i'll let you know or like we'll see because like like you know hoping that like i i because it's not like i'm i'm not going for sure but i have things to do but like maybe um like maybe, maybe like something changes or like plans change all the time. So like maybe I'll be there. Maybe I won't. Right. But leading more towards the negative side or like the no side. And also like people, people here also has like no has a very negative connotation to it. Whereas a lot of places, like, no just means no. Like, it doesn't really matter. Right? Whereas here, it's like, oh, you, you, like, you know, like, you try your best not to say no, you know, because you feel bad and stuff, but it's a, like, it's fine to say it. Um, right. Some place yeah. like
0: it's very blunt, right? Like yeah. over here, there's a very kind of political correct culture. There's a lot of like sensitivity that people yeah. uh, are always kind of used to and try to use within themselves, and that's especially true with the younger generations, plural. And. You know, some older people are still adjusting to that and you notice them being more blunt than, than younger people, right? And, and, you know, there are benefits to both. It, it just kind of depends, right? I, mm. I, I'm always personally on the boat of both sides. One, mm. uh, you could be very straightforward with your answer, but do it in a polite and, and kind way. Right, Do it with care in that sense. You don't have yeah. to be kind of like, so like you were saying, you don't, I, I'm not a big fan of leaving it uncertain. I like it to be pretty certain and you know, mm. just yes or no. Where like, I'll know, I'll let you know by this time and then yeah. I'll give you a very certain answer. Right. But at the same time, I would, you know, do it with care and make sure that's not, uh, It's not something that will have a high likelihood of kind of, you know, hurting someone or anything like that. But then I also support the other side where you just have a thick skin and not let stuff like that get to you. Right. And for me, it's both. For me, I I believe in both. Right. Because those in yourself are things I feel like you can't control. Right. Yeah. Because you can't control the other person and make them say stuff in a specific way, right? Culturally, you could put a certain kind of pressure to do that and kind of shape it a certain way. And that is, you know, being done. And nowadays the other side where like culturally, there really isn't much of a push to, for, for people to, you know, not be bothered by words yeah. as much here, yeah. But, uh, but like, you know, that's that. I'm saying. Like you can't yourself really just force someone to say something a certain way. And you can't force someone to not feel a certain way about something. Right. You can't yeah. tell people how to feel and you can't really tell people what to say. And that's pretty care. But you yourself, you know, especially with time, can be very careful with how you use your language. And at the same time, you could develop a inner peace. And acceptance of the situation where you're not bothered by all of these other things and some people call that thick skin quote to quote but really i think it just inner peace i think that's why it is i think i think that's uh that's a yeah. better way to describe it
1: yeah that just comes down to like you just knowing yourself well enough right a lot of people will question things whereas mm-hmm. like that's right. just like you knowing exactly how you feel about it and that's that
0: mm-hmm.
1: right um yeah uh, i think it's very it's also very important for people to know that like words don't actually have meaning it's how you imply it and how you take it that gives it meaning right, right. i could cuss you out right now but in like a fun manner fuck <laughs> right. like, yeah like but like like you could also take that negatively, let it negative impact you, or like you're like, oh, okay, he's just he's just saying random shit. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't like there's no, you know, like it really heavily depends. Which is also why it's dangerous too, because like if you say something and like like a tone someone's not used to, and they take that right. personally, exactly, exactly. So like you, yeah, like it. It all depends. And like jokes too, like jokes, you know, are definitely, you know, are, are people dependent. So you can't make certain jokes. And like, it's very, yeah, like you said, like politically correct.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so being careful with how you use language and how you communicate with people, especially strangers, you, you don't want to get stabbed at night. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the other thing about that is in different languages, a lot of people have different personalities, right? Mm. And even within the same language, depending on the group of people they're with, the, the way they use the language is different, mm. right? Yeah. And, and there are people who talk about like how the accent change, right? Like either like people change their accent. There are many different accents in English, and depending on which group of people someone is with, that that is a common thing that happens. Some people might have a problem with that, other people really appreciate that. It, that also depends. But the change in the way people talk, the change in the personality that comes with that, either within a language or between languages, you know that they're all gonna be different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's like so much tied into the whole point of this, the main topic of this conversation, and that is how language shapes or influences the way you're thinking. Because you, you know your personality, right? The the way you kind of oh, feeling yeah. and acting, like that's huge. That's a huge part of how you're thinking. And just a change in the way language is being used is affecting that drastically. That that's crazy.
1: Yeah, like like for for example like if you take a uh, latin american countries right and um like majority of people are going to be pretty like upbeat and like ready like you know it's just like a cultural difference too mm-hmm. and like they have more like their language allows them to be more suitable and like uh i guess like different situations whereas like here like it's not like so like like partying for example is a big thing Right, compared mm-hmm. to here and like it's more in depth over there too especially with music and like the way they live day to day with music right right. whereas like here it's like yeah you have music but like usually like uh, you mentioned this like a while back but like you don't have music on the streets where it's like you know you do but usually usually it's made for money whereas like there right. you know like there's like music for enjoyment for like other people for like a yeah. community more community based right so, like, you have that as well. And, uh yeah, like, just like how language can impact and uh, culture can impact how you see a Monday, a lot of people here on Mondays, they're going to be a lot more grumpier, right, in comparison to other days. Why? It's just another day. Just because it's Monday doesn't mean you just automatically become grumpy, right? It's how you see it and how you perceive it yeah and
0: a huge part of that is also just the the way a work day is, right. A mm. lot of people's like work weeks start on Monday right so so in that sense, that is kind of universal, at least more universal. yeah, but it does feel like with there are some language aspects to it as well that that kind of influences how people feel about that that I feel like there's kind of a stronger cultural influence on that than just the language part whereas some of the other examples it's
1: more language dominant in terms of how it's influenced yeah that's like a light example like i would say um you know like examples when it comes to uh, i guess like oh, fuck um yeah like when it comes to let's say like dancing for example right whether you can dance or not like you know like you know culturally speaking when it comes to like here uh, americans not not a lot of people can dance right whereas like you could have, like other all the cultures dancing is a big part and mm-hmm. it relates to you know music it, it all kind of like relates i feel like here it's just complicated because there's so it's such a big mix um of people and cultures like sometimes like it kind of clashes and you, you get that you kind of see that sometimes but uh yeah anyways back on track language yeah it definitely it definitely affects your characteristic and like mm-hmm. who you are as a person right yeah one thing i want to bring up when it comes to this topic is
0: pronouns right because in english one thing i just straight up don't like about english is the way Pronouns are used and how pronouns have to be used with the way the language is. Mm -hmm. In other languages, you're not using so much pronouns. A lot of those languages, you could drop the pronoun because the agreement on the, on the verbs and stuff like that already implies it. You already know it. You're not, you're not so much using the pronouns like that, right? And the similar thing with like genders. Of like everything, so I feel like a part of the reason why like people are so obsessed with genders nowadays is the fact that it's so it's just such a specific thing with, with the language so when you when you're speaking a language where everything just has a gender and there's no good reason for it to be one gender or the other, and it doesn't really mean much either. Then when you're talking about gender in that sense doesn't feel like as big of a deal, right? So you know that's like when I'm talking about this, this is coming from a perspective of I think what makes up a person's identity in the most profound way is their values and desires, and the way I kind of get a sense of that is through looking at how their typical day looks like and how their typical day will ideally look like to them. It'll be looking at stuff like their motivations and their fears, right? It'll be looking at a lot of of stuff like that. Whereas if you just tell me your gender or your pronouns based on the gender, I will have no idea. I have no sense of who you are as a person. Right It just gave me so little information. So I personally just come from a, a a perspective where gender isn't a big part of someone's identity. Obviously, yeah, like it is a part of people's identity, and if it's a part that makes them feel alienated, right, especially in today's society, having like these these things will help, right, and I support that and I have no problem with using that. But the whole idea of needing to use pronouns, I feel like is one of the things that kind of setting it up to be this way. There's, There are languages where they're just a pronoun for third-person singular. There's no implied gender, just straight up. It's just third-person singular, right? When that is used the entire time, like why why can't we just do that? Or why can't we just have like a, a agreement on verbs? That implies third person singular. So we don't even have to use the pronouns at all. Right? And and that's just relating to like gender and like those type of pronouns. But really one of the biggest problems I have with English in terms of pronouns is the use of I. I, 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 there's so much I's being used and they're always capitalized. Just like, bro, how self-centered do you have to be? The way the language is used, so focused on yourself. It's ridiculous. Everything is I. Every single time you use it, it's capitalized. All you're thinking about is yourself because of the way the language is, right? Like, bro, like you can't even just say can. You have to say I can, right? Whereas in other languages, Either because of the verbal agreement, it implies that, you know, it's I. You don't have to actually use the pronoun I. Or, you could just say can by itself without a pronoun. And that'll make sense. If someone just say to you, can you do this? And you say can. That's fucking weird because the English language doesn't, doesn't really allow that to be the natural response. You have to use I. Mm. Like, can we just stop using all these pronouns? Just straight up. Like, and also, why does I have to be capitalized all the time? Like, how important do you think you are? Unbelievable English.
1: Unbelievable. Go off, king or queen. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Honestly, like there, there's so many other ways to answer rather than referring it to yourself. If someone questions you something, yeah, I get it's directed at you, but you could just answer it without like going like without adding I and then a whole couple like other words to it. Like like with your example, it's like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like you don't actually have to be like, yeah, I can. You should just be like, yes or no. Like or, you know, like another word for can you, know, you 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 can't you can just
0: reply with able. Can you do this for me? Able, able,
1: disable. <laughs> uh,
0: but that actually uh, relates to something I was I was thinking about. Very much related to this because it's a very interesting concept. It doesn't exist in English. But it exists in French and German and apparently Arabic. I don't know Arabic, but apparently it exists in, in uh, Arabic. And I call this the counter yes. right? So basically, someone asks you a neg- negative question. You don't like apples? If you say yes, you can say, yes, I don't like apples. Or it's like, yes, you are correct. Right. Or you say or if you answer no, it could mean no, I don't like apples or it could means no, you're wrong. I do like apples. Right. Whereas in like French, there's a counter. Yes. So you say see instead of we or no. Right. And that would mean yes to the negative question. So so it's clear. And you could just give a one word answer and it's clear. You don't have to say a full sentence for it to be clear. You could give a one-word answer of yes to this negative question, but it's a different yes because it's not yes, it's not we, right? It's see, right? So when you use it like that, like conceptually, like, isn't that so beautiful? Isn't that such a beautiful concept that exists and English, why don't we have something like that? Why do we have to say the false sentence for, for us to
1: be clear? Like, it, it, it's over-complicating things mm-hmm. by just how vague it is.
0: Yeah. Like, like yes could mean no to a
1: question. No could mean yes yeah. to a question. Because, like, Bro. the word by itself isn't enough. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, like, there's so many questions, like, where people can ask. And you're like, yeah. And they're like, okay, but, like, like yes as in yeah? Or, like, yes as in no? And it's like, <laughs> yes as in yes. Yeah. But then even if you say no, it's like, no, like, no, as you like, yeah. Like no, as in you agree or no, as in you disagree. And and, and then people start saying, yeah, no, like, no,
0: yeah. (laughs) Which (laughs) are very common (laughs) responses. I'm pretty sure you say, yeah, no, even Mm -hmm. in this episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Cause like, yeah, it's weird. Cause like, I'll say like, if someone says something like negative, but then like I agree with it, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, it's like, no, it's like no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like no, as in like I agree, but then like yeah, no is, or or is it the opposite? Yeah, no, as in yeah, I disagree, and then oh, as in like no, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. It's
0: just so weird, man. Like, yeah. the, the way, like, the, the way you have to use a language to actually communicate how you're thinking as mm. well. And the fact that there's just so many different ways that it could happen with mm. different languages. It just shows how there's just a different, different thought process happening. Right. You could give a one word answer and be clear in this other language that's a possibility so all you're thinking is just communicating that whereas in english you have to think and and figure out, oh i have to be clear so i have to say the full sentence of what i mean you have to say i agree with you or you have to say i have to be like, uh i i like apples or i don't like apples or whatever you have to just be fuller in a response and more specific because one word of yes
1: or no isn't enough is just Is super interesting? <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about like. Now I'm just thinking about like, you know, questions like that. You just say apples, no apples. Wait. Yeah, no, that makes more sense than yes and no, because it's clear. You do don't you like, like apples. Apples. apples? <laughs> <laughs> what does that
0: mean? What? what do you mean? It's more clear. It's not more clear. If you just answered apples, <laughs> that would be so confusing. What do you mean? <laughs> if you answer no apples, I could, I understand what you mean. I would I would assume you mean you don't like apples. But if I asked you, you don't like apples, and you responded with apples, Apple. what am I supposed to please? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god no that'd be so bad yeah, okay yeah bad. yeah okay maybe like a yes apple and a no apple yeah that works that yeah. works that works better than just apple yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. shorter
0: shorter than a full sentence yeah
1: yeah but still two words though mm-hmm. Let's try to make it so it's like one word like what's one word that like you don't like apples? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a one more answer. Yeah. <laughs> they still don't know. <laughs> they still don't know the actual answer. <laughs> yeah, bro, you gotta keep them on the toes. <laughs> Yo, uh, who, who are they to try to get to know me, man? <laughs> It's true. Yeah. I <laughs> just like, hey, what's your name? What would you <laughs> like to know? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> name? Name? You, you hit him back with a question. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty good. But, yeah. Man, language, isn't that fun? Yeah, it is. It is pretty fun. So interesting uh, to think about. Yeah. Mm. I want to learn, but like, it just like being like English dominate, like dominant, (laughs) I was going to say English dominated, uh, um, yeah, being like English dominant, it's kind of hard to put yourself like, you know, to like make sense of it because like, if you, if you think in English and you try to like translate, it's Mm -hmm. like, I'm more English. Like I think in English rather than like Canto.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So like in like I I translate from English to Canto, but then like I I do all like the switching and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes sense in Canto, but like it's kind of weird how like you know because like I guess if you're if you're like completely fluent in both languages, you could think in both languages would be fine. Like I could think in Canto, but then like it's weird that I'm thinking con- like Canto because I'm not used to it. Like the parts of my brain aren't really used to it. Mm-hmm. So.
0: I, yeah. I'm used to thinking other languages. I'm just dumb. I'm I'm just more dumb <laughs> in other languages because I'm more limited in my thoughts. Mm. You know what I mean? Like like I know the language well enough to think in it without thinking in like English. But yeah. because I don't actually know the language as well, I am more limited than what it, I'm able to, to, think, to actually think. Yeah.
1: So so it's wild when I do that. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, bro, like, I guess if you have, like, a transcript, just one day, just write down all your thoughts. Mm. And then just be like, oh, here are some things that, like, I cannot think in other languages. Right. And, That'd be and, and like, like, the <laughs> other thing
0: is while I'm actually just switching between languages frequently, one thing I notice very clearly, and you don't necessarily need to do this to to realize this or have this happen to you. But when I do that, it happens to me very clearly and more often. And that is, I think in meaning and then put it into a language as an output. Mm. Right. And you could get this without thinking of the languages. For example, you want to say something, you know it, you know it, you know the meaning, but you can't find the word for it. Mm. That's that's exactly what's happening just to a lesser skill scale, yeah. scale, right? Because it's just one word or a couple words. Whereas when I'm switching between languages regularly and, and have this happen to me, it's entire thoughts that are just in meaning, mm. and then have to put it into a language with words. Yeah. Right. So, so like it, it's more drastic. But even when you're speaking yeah. one language and, and you can't find a word for something you want to say, but you know exactly what you mean, that's uh, that's like how you recognize that. Oh man, I, I actually just think in meaning, really. Mm.
1: Um, that's that's true. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, yeah, that's very true. Because like trying to disc- trying to express a certain like thing in another language, like all the times it's like, you're not doing it like completely right. Like, mm-hmm. or the way that you want, but you know what you want. And it's, it's annoying. It's kind of frustrating sometimes, even like, even the regular thoughts, like if regular thoughts are like, okay, like, yeah, sometimes like, uh, like sometimes it takes time to like, think of like what I actually like want to say, or, like mm-hmm. think if that's hard, like, and then you're switching to a different language. Like, Yeah. No, I get yeah. that. It's like the example
0: of uh someone some guy who's learning English and he's uh looking for the lid of a pan and he's asking, "Oh, where is its hat?" Because yeah. if for if for the person forgot like the English word for like the the cap, <laughs> yeah. right? So, but like you know what they mean? It's just like yeah. oh yeah, but just like <laughs> man, I would never think of that, right? No. Uh, but but like when when you are in those type of situations, you would, right? The, 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 <laughs> like the way you have to be thinking to to get there. Just like it, it makes sense when you think yeah. about it, and it does happen naturally. But when you actually know a language well enough, that type of situation doesn't really happen.
1: Now I'm just picturing like a German person just yelling, <laughs> "Where <are> my shoes?" <laughs> With their shoes on, they're like, "Where are my shoes?"
0: <laughs> it's cold outside. Do you have uh, a shoes? Do you have and <laughs> shoes?
1: <laughs> yeah, fetch extra pair of shoes? Oh my god! Uh, Fuck! Yeah. yeah, pretty, pretty
0: good. Pretty good, honestly. Mm-hmm. Now, there are so many examples where language is influencing or even straight up shaping how how you're thinking. And that relates not just to like, well, it relates to like personality. It relates to how you categorize things. It relates to level of importance to address to things. It mm-hmm. relates to the way you describe things that's something we mentioned a lot yeah. and just overall perception of so many little things are just going to be so different because of the language that, that you're from that, yeah. that you are thinking in and you understand and it's just it's just super weird i don't really have any other thoughts on this at least as of right now so if you no. have anything else no okay we could go into highlights
1: whoa no as in yes or no as a no 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 more thoughts No more thoughts? (laughs) Thoughts.
0: No, I'm good. Alright. What has been your highlight? What was a highlight that
1: happened to you in the last little bit? Uh, Making money, being busy. Um, But... Highlight would be... Um... Yeah, no, just getting things yeah in no, order. He said. <laughs> no, yeah. Just getting things in order. Um Yeah. Getting things in order. So like things with the car and everything mm-hmm. and um you know just uh just nice to uh to feel that order i guess to a certain degree it's still like pretty chaotic as of right now but to a certain extent it's it's somewhat ordered now so that's nice yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. not bad i
0: just just realized that as you're talking about that one thing we didn't go into is framing which is interesting (laughs) Uh, uh, framing <laughs> so at, first,
1: yeah, that's the first thing you said too. You're like, yeah, all right, yeah. we're gonna, I want to talk about framing I never and never really got there, which is fine. Yeah. Save it for another
0: episode. Yeah, in it, it itself is that episode, mm-hmm. but it's also kind of good we don't talk about it because that's uh, that's a secret of the trade. Oh, <laughs> is it no? Is it no? Is it no? Maybe. Maybe it's also open information you could find online or in other sources. But <laughs> so you have to look for yourself to find that and actually take the time and effort to read it and understand it and then practice to actually apply it and apply it well and use it in the right situations. So mm. yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, you're that guys, George. George with his secret communication skills and yeah. little, little trades, you know, you could buy his book, you know, you could learn it all. Ah, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> Anyways,
0: to finish episode off with my highlights, I will have to say that the highlight recently would be, Oh, that's tough. I don't want to, I can't, I can't be with someone. I can't bring up the same one I mentioned to Lorenzo. So I will have to say a different one and what a different one would be. Well, it's a different week. What what are you,
1: what are you talking about?
0: Oh, it's a different week. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's a different week. It's It's a different week. week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's still very much related to that. I would say to the to the one I mentioned, uh, just with some of the, I don't know if I want to, it is definitely creative. It's also school adjacent at least, but it's also kind of professional, like mm. career adjacent. But it's just some of those communication pieces I'm, I'm making and I'm putting out and you know, have this flyer that's going to be out. Uh, after it's being approved by a whole bunch of other people for this new graduate program that's coming to faculty of engineering this fall mm. so yeah that's uh that's a pretty good one yeah,
1: yeah that's sick damn Thanks, sir. <laughs> yeah media MediaCom.
0: media comm, marketing marketing comms yeah um, uh yeah i guess that's it from us this week it was a super interesting discussion a lot of funny moments as well so i hope you enjoyed listening to that and we'll be back next week next week
1: see ya